Welcome to the Unfiltered Motherhood Podcast with Jamie McLaughlin, where we dive into real-life topics about motherhood, unfiltered, unrestricted, and straight to the point. All right, we're back. Welcome back to the Unfiltered Motherhood Podcast. You've got Megan and Jamie here. Hey, guys. And today we are talking about Christmas presents and Christmas shopping. And I'm actually very excited about this conversation. I'm excited for a lot of different reasons. But me and Megan talked about doing this episode because we both talked about how we did the four present, like, Christmas. Um, and well, I I'm like, I can't, I have no words right now. I can't actually think of what I used to call it. And I think I actually did an episode on this God, like two years ago, maybe talking about doing four presents for our kids. And so I'm excited to get into the conversation. So, and Megan, you can kind of jump in, but what we had just said is like, we're kind of excited to talk about this because everyone has like a different approach to Christmas and I love that. And me and Megan, like I used to do exactly what she did. It was crazy. And now we're like completely different. And I can't wait to tell you why. And I'm like talking about it. Like gets me so freaking excited. I wish you guys could see her face right now. I haven't seen her look this excited in a long time. And I I don't know what she's going to say. That's why I said, tell me on the podcast because I want to react to it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, and the reason Because there is no right or wrong way to do Christmas. And don't let anybody make you feel that way. No. And I think the biggest thing here is like, before we even talk about what we do, I think there is no right or wrong. The only wrong way to do Christmas is to do it out of obligation or expectation of what other people want you to do rather than doing it intentionally with like a lot of like reasons behind it. Like we are so intentional with Christmas and it doesn't mean we've done the same thing we've changed what we do and and I love it and I love and kind of going back to our other episode that talked about change like don't be afraid of changing like the words out of my mouth I was gonna say how appropriate that we literally just wrapped up an episode about be open to change it could mean something even better is on the other side yes like just because you do something for so long doesn't mean you can't do something different like oh I'm so pumped okay so let's talk about Christmas and that the four present rule which is what we used to do, which is something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. So yeah. you talk about that, Megan, and uh, kind of um, talk about how you do all that and stockings and whatever. So we do the rule of four, which is like Jamie said, something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. Um, we're actually modifying it a little bit this year because fortunately my kids don't need anything. So we are turning it into a gift to share. Um for the family, like a family gift. Um, but the reason we started doing it was because both of my children have birthdays within 30 days of Christmas on either side. And it was feeling like the material consumption was getting out of control. I was buying things just to make it like an even number amount of presents for each kid to keep it fair. And I was so busy with consuming and wrapping and counting that I wasn't enjoying experiences and making memories with my children, which is really what I want the holidays to be about. Because 
I can't remember most of the gifts I ever received as a child, but I can remember the way my grandmother's house smelled when I walked into it on Christmas Eve, things like that. So that's yes. what we do. It's been working great for us. We're making that share um, gift a new thing. Yep. But I want to hear what you do. Okay. So we did that forever and I loved it because we had a lot of kids and it was really hard because we, I'm, I'm like, I get rid of everything. Like I'm not a keeper. Like my mom, when she buys us stuff, which she no longer does for this reason, she'll be like, how long are you going to have this before it ends up in the trash or goodwill? I'm like, well, don't buy shit. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I just, I don't like clutter. I don't. And it, our house gets cluttered so easy because there's six of us here and I want it to feel like home for them. I don't want to constantly be up their butt. And, you know, I grew up in a house where our house was perfect all the time and no hate at all. Like, I'm grateful for it. My mom's home is still beautiful to this day. It is like gorgeous and clean and she makes these big ass meals and it's just like lovely, but that's not how I run my house. Like not that we have a messy house, but I'm not afraid of messes because I know I'll get to it when I can prioritize that. I would rather sit on my bed. Like you see my bedroom right now. It's a disaster, but guess what? My kids got home from school yesterday and we sat on the bed and we played cards against humanity, the kids version. And we played, um, some Tetris game, not on the phone on like a physical Tetris game. And we played like guess the meme. She came home, threw her backpack down, backpack down, took my phone, set my phone aside and was like, I just need time with you, mom. I just want to play a game with you. And I was like, done, done. Couldn't care less about the messes around me. Couldn't, didn't even look at them. Didn't even notice them. I mean, I woke up a little stressed knowing all the shit I had to do, but aside from that, it's fine. Right. So having four kids, like we have every book imaginable. We, I'm I'm not going to throw the book away because they've read it. Like we keep it for the next child. We've got wood blocks. We've got, we've got all the things, right? We pass those toys down and we've purchased intentionally. So it's things that we can pass down. Um, and so when they were like five and under, I felt like it was very easy to do the something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. Like it was like perfect. And then stockings, Stockings. Stockings and a Santa gift. Yes. So stockings are like my favorite thing on the planet. And I'll tell you why. Like, oh, like my, and my husband is an absolute rock star. He stuffs my stocking because he knows, like, you don't even know, like the joy that I have. Oh, I love it so much. So growing up, my, our stockings were so good. Like my mom, I mean, she'd obviously stuff it with like new undies and like new toothbrush and like new ponytails, but also like candy and like are not a lot of candy, but like our favorites, like mine was, they were called Hershey's treasures and they were like little treasure boxes with caramel in them. They were like my favorite thing on the planet. And so like, I would always have like those and she would put all my favorite things in there and like beauty things and makeup oh, yes. and jewelry. And like, Oh, it was like the best to open. Like I I, screw the presents. Stockings are the best part of Christmas to me. The best. Like I love them. So stockings are like m- one of my favorite things to buy for, especially as the kids get older. Oh my yeah. God. They're so great. So we always did like stockings. We did about, you know, those gifts. And every once in a while, we'd have more if somebody wanted something specific or we would do like a family gift or something. And it was great. It worked for a while. But I noticed as they got older, I was forcing presents in those categories that they didn't need. And I went back to like, God, I'm like getting things that I know they don't need or want because I am having to put it in these categories. 
So I don't remember. I mean, and my husband is just like me. Like we love gifting. Like we love it. And I finally was like, I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I want my kids to come out of their bedrooms on Christmas morning and be so shocked because there's so much shit under the tree that they're like, what What happens? Because I say no all year long. Like we don't buy toys all year long. I don't really buy them anything all year long. Like we kind of buy their needs, but we wait until birthdays and Christmas to buy all the things. And so for me, it's almost like we, like, no joke, November 1st, I woke up to my child dancing to Mariah Carey in my room yeah, and Christmas music. And every morning, like, the season is already starting. She's like, and every year it gets earlier and earlier. And I think now that the kids are older, it's like a different level of enjoyment. Like Christmas, and it's literally, and it's so crazy because my fear was that the kids would be very materialistic and that they would expect it and expect presents. And I was, I was a little bit concerned, which is why we did that for present thing before. And what I've noticed is the few different traditions that we do for Christmas is their favorite thing. Even though they, they love like being shocked at all the crap we get, like they literally, and I'll tell you the other traditions that we do. So one of the things we started a couple of years ago is we do, we cut the family in half. There's six of us. So one parent, one parent, and then two kids. And we draw names from a hat and we buy for the other team, right? And then we all go to Target and we have a $30 limit and we have to buy for that person. So my six-year-old has to shop for that person by herself, not obviously by herself, but like she has to pick it and she's got $30 cash and she pays for it. And they are so like, this is like one of our favorite things. Like we all get so pumped. We go to Target, we get our Starbucks. We all are like walking around with our snowman cookies. see each other in the aisle. Yes. Oh, we're like, we're like, there's daddy, there's daddy, go, go, go. And we're like laughing our butts off and we're like picking out the presents and the kids are like thinking about it for like months in advance. And then we buy it and then we all wrap it individually and then on, I don't know if we did it. I think we did it Christmas Eve last year. Cause we literally couldn't wait until Christmas. Like we were like, Oh my God, we have to do it. We have to do it. I'm so excited. And so we like open the presents and we freak out and it's so cute because the kids are so, they are more excited to give their gift to that person than they are to open their presents. Even though the level of excitement is so much like that's their favorite thing. And the other favorite thing that we do is I make homemade donuts and they're the easiest things wow. on the planet, you guys. It's not complicated. Like, That's so intimidating to me. No, literally, you're going to die. So you know those like really cheap biscuits that you get in the can, like at Kroger, and it's like the four pack. I always the, the off brand. Off brand. Off brand, right? Because they're the they're the small biscuits. So usually it's like a four count. I'll send you a picture next time I see them. It's like a four count and it's like just like buttermilk biscuits. It's like an off brand. They're like a dollar. They're so cheap, right? And they're little. And so I cut them in quarters or I'll take like a water bottle lid or whatever and cut like the center out and I'll do donut holes in the round donuts. So you just warm up oil, you fry them and then pull them out of the oil and put them straight in powder sugar. And that's it. And only powder sugar, like regular sugar, cinnamon sugar. It's like, man, it's not that good. Powder sugar is the one because it like, you know, like a funnel cake when it's Mm -hmm. hot and you put powder sugar on it, like soaks in, like that's how it is. And those are their favorite things. They say their favorite things on Christmas morning is donuts, our gift exchange 
and obviously they love everything else, but it's honestly like more for me and Stuart. Like we fucking love it. So we're, we are so funny. And every, like the week before Christmas, we lay everything out in piles because we like compile it over like two months. We like lay it all out in piles and we're like, here's Brooklyn's pile and here's Grayson's pile. Guys, so happy. Oh my God, we love it so much. And another reason why Christmas is so special to us is he proposed to me on Christmas Eve. I never knew that. Yeah. And so I know. So we have magical. I know. And so we have our a date every Christmas Eve. The kids go to bed. We wrap all the presents. He buys a big ass bottle of champagne and we drink champagne and we celebrate. And we are like, we just fucking buy everything like and we're so excited we're like oh my god like all the things we've wanted to like buy and spoil the kids with we do and like it fills us with so much joy just as much as it does them like we are just so freaking stoked and on cloud nine and it's like the best thing ever so we I love it have gone from like minimalist Christmas to like I'm I've been waiting all year to get you the shit like I'm so excited You have, this is what we're talking about. You have to do the things that make your family joyful. If you have someone that's done a big Christmas like that and your kids are turning into brats and you feel like that's the time to make a change, you need to feel like you can make that change and you can still have a magical Christmas because your kids are more excited about 25 cent donuts than almost anything else. Literally. It's so like, I love that your kids are getting excited about gifting and because so this year, Isabel's want is a big one. She wanted, I can't wait. She wanted a Barbie dream house. Oh, I mean, is that not the ultimate six-year-old actually? Whatever. How do you, how do you not make that dream come true? Like for me, I'm like, fuck it. I'll get it. such a hard ass. I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. They're still was, young though. They're still young. I said, we have other dollhouses. Like this is so whatever. And so I texted Ryan and I was looking for him to kind of back me up. Cause normally he's, he's my favorite buzzkill, but he's usually <laughs> my. <buzzkill>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, can you believe Isabel wants a Barbie dream house. And he was like, get it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I it's love that he so, said that. So outrageous. It's so over the top. He goes, I want to see that little face yep. on Christmas day. So we got it. Guess what? You're going to be getting rid of that shit in six months. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. And no. we're going to, someone's going to be like, can you believe these women? They just buy things and throw yes. them away. Because yeah. like he said, to see her face, on Christmas morning to hear that little scream. Cause you know, her ass is screaming when she sees that, Yeah, that is worth every penny. And it's not really even a gift for her. It's a gift for Ryan. hundred percent. And that's what I kind of realized. I was like, th- he wants this, this is going to make his Christmas. Oh. So I, it took me a full roll of wrapping paper. I wrapped it yesterday <laughs> and it's under the tree. And you know what? I'm kind of getting a kick out of it. She was like, is that a Barbie dream house? And I was like, sorry, that gifts for Olivia. You put presents under the tree before Christmas. We put not one, nothing. It's completely empty. And literally like my mom will send gifts. My dad will send gifts. Yes. Like they they wake up and they they go from zero to like a hundred. I love it. so great. 
I, just, I would, I, I would not, my ADHD ass would open a present if it was under the tree. I couldn't, I, I couldn't them, do it. I told them if I catch you peeking, you don't get it. Oh yeah. No, I'd be peeking for sure. Oh, when I was a kid, my <laughs> sister and I, we were such little brats. We <laughs> would, my parents put presents under the tree. I think you just do like what you're used to. Yeah. And like my parents always put presents under the tree. We would stack them and count. Like yeah. we were the worst. And so my dad started trying to trick us. So he would use like different wrapping papers for each of us. Well, we figured that out pretty fast. Yep. So then he started um, a code. All of the presents, they, they don't have a name. They just have numbers. Oh my God. And he has the key, which is great until one Christmas, he lost the key. Dude. <laughs> okay. This is hilarious. One thing my dad always does, and he has continued to do this for my children. Actually, I I would take it on, but I, he does not want me to, um, is a scavenger hunt every Christmas morning. Oh my God. So fun. And when I was a kid, I, so you remember the, um, razor flip phones? Yeah. You remember the pink one? I for sure had it. I did too. And I thought I was pretty hot stuff with that pink razor cell phone. That was my gift. I think the year I turned 15 or 16 and it was a scavenger hunt and it ended with, I had to call a phone number. Hilarious. Well, guess who called the wrong phone number at 6am on Christmas day. (laughs) (laughs) And when I finally got the number right, it was like stuffed inside our Christmas tree. And so the tree is ringing. Were you like, it's dying. It's so fun. And like oh when my, my kids were little, he would do it with pictures. He would print pictures of the next location. And now that they can both read, it's all like rhymes and riddles. Stop. That's like, that's for sure for the parents. Like the kids it, like it, but like, that's for us. And I think that our enthusiasm is what's contagious. Yeah. Yes. When you and Stuart are so gosh darn giddy about Christmas, you know, that's rubbing off on your kids. Oh, we, we literally cannot. And you know what else we started doing? Best thing ever. So the, the kids rooms are all in one area. Our rooms on the opposite end of the house. We, when we tuck them in a bed, we're like, okay, we're putting the wallpaper up. And we literally put a wall of wallpaper up in the hallway and they have to break through it in the morning. I think I'm going to steal that. Jean. It's so good because they can't come out. So they can't sneak or peek at anything. I love that. I think I'm going to do so good. Of our stairs. Yes. A sheet of wrapping paper. Yep. Like floor to ceiling to steal off the living room. That yep. is it's great. Literally yeah. the best thing ever. It's like my favorite thing. And it's, I, but yes, like our energy is for sure contagious, but like all of us, like we're all like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like we're all so excited. It's just so fun. And it's just, I don't know. I think I really struggled when I first had Olivia to come up with our own traditions. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't used to spending Christmas away from my family. So I wouldn't, I would drag all of our butts back to Maine every Christmas. And then we would be shuttling gifts back. It was just so difficult. And over COVID, we didn't have the chance. Yep. And it forced, again, forced a change. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it. And now I'm kind of that person that's like, my children will never wake up anywhere yep. that's not at their home on Christmas day because I love it so 
much like Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. My family always does lobster soup because we're from oh. Maine and Olivia's mastered the recipe now. Oh, I and- love that. I love that she cooks. I think that is like, like you showed that she was cooking steaks the other night and I love that you let her do that. I think that's like the best thing. Ever. Like she slapped that thing. Like it was, oh, a butt. she was like manhandling that bad boy. Like you, you will be mine. And she slapped <laughs> that sucker. It is uh, but she's just, she loves to cook. And I love that my kids are getting old enough where like we have, um, I bought this thing a couple of years ago. I'm going to not remember what it is, but it's basically a Christmas journal. Yeah. And it's this gorgeous velvet hardcover scrapbook type thing, but you put your Christmas card in it each year. Aww. And then I never do Christmas cards. <laughs> don't tell me that you know my love of paper goods that hurts me inside I literally the amount of Christmas cards that I have printed and and that I still currently have because I never mailed them out because here's here's what I need to do because the thought and and I don't know why I didn't think of this before the thought of stuffing envelopes writing or even printing everyone's addresses, trying to find their addresses because God knows I don't keep them in one place and then paying and putting the stamps on it. Like there's literally no way I'm doing all that. But what I could do is have the list in a spreadsheet like a normal human and just get them printed and shipped out to everyone. I do it through Shutterfly and I have an address book in there and I, I, have, I, I know it's more money. I pay the money to have it printed onto yes. the end and I'll go in. Um, when I sit down to do my Christmas cards and I will make myself spend an hour updating addresses. It's not the most fun. No, but it's I not. need to, I gotta be an adult. I gotta grow up. I gotta start doing it. I really need to, because I need to, I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to do it this year. I'm doing it. I'm going to update everyone's addresses. I'm going to get it all in there. It's going to be really great. And I'm going to send out a Christmas card. So you know what? Send out your Christmas card from like seven years ago when the little girls were babies. (laughs) I'm going to send out a package to everyone with 10 years of Christmas Christmas cards. That's going to cost you quite a bit. You know what I I am going to do? That's actually a genius idea. I'm going to take all of our photos for the past 10 years. And put that. Have you seen the Christmas cards that open? Yeah. And I'm going to say, here's your decade of Christmas cards. And people will like that because they will love it. They'll see the kids grow up. Friendly. You've and only used one card for 10 years of photos instead of. They will know. They will know exactly why. And it is probably going to be expected and not surprised by anyone that thought I didn't send them out. You know what one of my friends does is they always send out a Valentine's card. She's like, the winter is I too chaotic to- for yeah. me. She's like, so I will get to these after the new year. I actually did that one year. How random that I don't do Christmas cards, but I did a Valentine's card one year. I mean, who knows why the wind blows us in the way that it does sometimes. I just get these whims. I mean, I tell Stuart, honestly, though, like I am like an actual box of chocolates. Like you do not know what you're going to get. You truly do not know. Like you never know what you're going to get. You never know. And it's it's different day by day. And I'm not bipolar. I'm not. No, we, we, but one thing we do know for sure is that you're going to be really darn excited on Christmas. I'm so excited. Like you don't even know it's, I'm like so freaking pumped right now. It's like the best I'm thing so ever. Excited for you. I think <sighs> I, I am like a Christmas nut. I know that not everybody is. 
I think I just had such amazing memories of it as a kid that it just spilled over into my adult life. And again, like it's kind of like Ryan and the Barbie dream house. Like when you feel like you've got something that someone is going to make someone you love so happy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting Olivia like a box of steaks. The be- and she's going to be pumped. Like like, a, like she- Omaha steaks or whatever there. That kid, she just loves steak and she loves to cook steak. I mean, last year, last year, um, I did a theme for her four gifts. And it was all about popcorn. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Popcorn. So I got her like this cool big popcorn bowl. I got her like 25 popcorn seasonings in her stocking. Oh my God, I love it. Um, have you taken her to Sir Latab to do the cooking class? I need to do you that. You need to. That would be a really good gift. So that is one thing. So we, like this year, I'm with the little girls. I'm like, I truly have no idea like what to get them because they, and it's so funny because they, it's just, they are the messiest humans on the actual planet. They have zero Fs to give. They are so messy. They don't, they don't care. And they feed off each other. Age, Like, oh my, it's so bad. And so I'm like, I don't want a bunch of crap in the house, whatever. And so I told the kids, I'm like, all right, guys, what if we do this? What if we don't do Christmas presents? What if we get Disneyland tickets and we go to Disneyland Paris and we spend the week in Paris and we go to Disneyland and we, and my kids are like, absolutely not. And I was like, what is wrong with you? In your suitcase, that sounds amazing. I literally was like, what is wrong with you? And they go, because then we can't get homemade donuts. No, we will wake up in our home on Christmas morning. I was like, okay, that's how I know that our traditions have stuck there. They will not. And I think it's such a good idea too. I wish, you know, you could do this with little kids. Like I said, when I had Olivia, I really like had no idea what our traditions were going to be. But now that they're older, it's like... I would encourage moms to ask your kids, what's your favorite thing we do at Christmas? Literally. And it might be something you think is really small or really stupid. I, I did not. But they won't here. even. Yes, they will not let me make homemade donuts for any other holiday or birthday. My son asked me for homemade donuts for his birthday. That's what he wanted for his birthday treat. And the kids got pissed. They were like, absolutely not. That is not fair. That is Christmas only. Like they are like, that's their thing. What's hysterical to me is their $1 biscuits. Like I can't, I can't, it's just, it's not about the amount. No, nope. It isn't. It's about the memories and whatever that looks like. I just think everybody just has to do what, like yes. feed off your kids, read their responses, you yeah. know, ask, ask them, what do yes. you love? Like Olivia's like, I love making lobster stew. Yeah. I'm like, then that's what we Done. are going to do. And then we always have chocolate croissants on Christmas morning. We never have them any other time. Yep. Yep. And I get little wine glasses out for the kids and I put sparkling water and yeah. orange juice to make them like a little kid mimosa. Yeah. Like we do sparkling juice every time we decorate the tree. We have this tradition where Stuart holds the kids up to put the tree, to put the star on top of the tree. We've done it since they were born. So like he holds. Brooklyn, who's almost 16. She jumps in his arms and she he holds her up. And we have pictures of I would like to see that picture, please. Honestly, of all the kids, he holds me up every single year. 
And I, we smile putting the star on top of the tree and we all do our little cheers. And it's like our favorite family time ever. And no one is allowed to be there. I think we've had family like once or twice. Like if someone comes to us, I'm fine with that, but we will not go anywhere for Christmas. Like that is ours. That is ours alone. That is like sacred to us. And I think, oh, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something when we were talking about um, the... I don't know. Anyway, I lost it, but I love it. And I'm so pumped, but I think ultimately like it comes down to, you know, like we, I very much so was like, I'm not going to buy things just for the sake of buying things. And so we went down to the four gift Christmas plus stockings and stuff. And then it got to the point where I was like, okay, now I'm buying things. Now I'm forcing this. Now I'm trying to force this. And that doesn't make sense either. So, and then we kind of made that shift and we made that change. And it's Stuart and I get, so. oh, I know what I was talking about. I, I was going to talk about um, when husbands and wives gifting each other. Mm-hmm. So I, you and Ryan don't gift presents, right? No, just stockings, which everybody knows are the best part. Okay. They are the best part. I will challenge you to start gifting presents really? Tell me why. because we didn't for the longest time. We were just like, we don't need them. Whatever. Like, why are we taking the magic out of Christmas for each other? Like we're just, cause we're adults doesn't mean we shouldn't still be buying for each other. Like, yeah, we buy each other shit all year long, but like, also like who freaking cares? Like Stuart is the best gift giver on the planet. And he was not, he did not used to be. And I will say he, he's always, he's always been very, very thoughtful, um, very thoughtful. And, you know, since the day we met extremely thoughtful, very sweet, he, um, you know, has, has pretty much always been pretty wonderful, but what he started doing was, and I think here's the thing is a lot of women are like, my husband isn't a good gift giver, or he doesn't know what to buy me or whatever. And I'm like, but you're also not like, are you asking specifically? Like I, without shame, send him links. And I'm oh, like, yeah. put this on your list. Cause I fucking want it. Like, I do that for mother's day. I'll be like, see these earrings. These would be a great mother's day. <laughs> yes. Like this is what I want. And he has a list in his phone of things that he wants to buy me links that I send him my favorite things, things that I've talked about. And he just keeps a notes app in his phone. So all of you wives listening, go grab your husband's phone open his notes app and say my wife's favorites and you start writing your favorites. You put in your Starbucks drink, you put in your Starbucks order, you put in your favorite things, you everything, put all the things in there that you want him to know that he doesn't need to ask. And you show him and you say, here, I made this for you. So you can start buying me things and ordering me coffee and surprising me with things. And you don't have to ask me for it and they'll do it. They'll do it. I didn't do that for Stuart. He did it himself. So I, I'm not going to take credit for that. And I am such a fan of this approach. And I have said this forever about Mother's Day, about that so many women are like, well, my husband doesn't do surprises or he doesn't do whatever. I'm like, it's okay for men to not read your mind. Mm-hmm. That is a different expectation than expecting them to be agreeable to helping you celebrate something. Mm-hmm. And so Ryan is just not a surpriser. He, yeah. but he's really good at saying, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so every year, and there's no reason not to do it for Christmas too, but every year, like on Mother's Day, I will, I'll change up what I want. One year I wanted a massage at home. And I was like, I want, I booked this massage for myself at home. I want you to take the kids out of the house. That's what I want for Mother's Day. Yeah. 
And he was like, absolutely. I will help you make that happen. Yep. Or I'll say, I want to go to a restaurant for brunch, a really bougie brunch at a place that you would never choose yourself. He's like, wherever you want to go, we'll go. You have to communicate it or yeah. it's not, you can't assume they're going to do it. Some men are great at surprises. Some men are great at gifting. The last time I just said to Ryan, yeah, give me whatever. I think I got a Tupperware with a Target gift card in it on Christmas day when I was 35 weeks pregnant with Isabel and I cried. Yeah. Yep. And I think too, and here's here, I'm going to challenge, I'm going to challenge a lot of women right now. You are. One thing I think even in the things that you're asking for, there's a lot of humility and like simplicity in the things that you're asking for. And I listened to this, um, Candace Owens episode the other day. And she was, it was, I was dying laughing. Like I love Candace Owens. I think she is hilarious because she's very just blunt and straightforward. And some of the things she says, I just love one of the things that she was saying is she's like, (laughs) she was like laughing in an interview with someone and she was dying laughing. She's like, I'm so confused. I I just don't understand this whole like new wave of feminism. She's like, so let me get this straight. However many years ago, we could stay at home, get everything paid for, cook, bake, and hang out with our kids, and that was it. And now what feminism wants us to do is do all those things still, cook, clean, bake, take care of our kids, be present, go to the school, drive them to and from, play with our kids, do this, have sex with our husbands, do this, do that, do this, do this, be a good wife, be this, look good, have our hair done, have our makeup done. And then on top of that, work the same schedule as a man. So you want us to work a nine to five job and act like a man and be a man all while in our dating era, giving it up and having sex before marriage. And like, where's the incentive for a man to get married to a woman when he gets everything from day one? Like, how is this feminism? Oh yeah. You're a strong woman. Show your boobs online. You're a strong woman. Show, give them that punani. Like she's like, I'm so confused. Why are we giving it for free when we could have had our stuff paid for? I don't get it. And I was like dying laughing. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, that's so funny. Like I never thought of it that way. Like you're expected to give it up and have sex and like do all these things and give it all like where's the incentive for a man to like put the work in when he gets everything without putting the work in right i was just dying laughing it was funny but she was like honestly i think there's something to be said about like that princess mentality and it changes your relationship when there is that level of he is caring for me and spoiling me and taking care of me you show up different in your relationship and I've, I'm not, I've never been that person of like, spoil me, buy me things. Like, that's so weird to me. I'm like, no, I'm the man. I do everything. Like that is the, I had that masculine energy of like, I take care of everything. I'm the leader in my home. I manage everything. I run everything. And there's a lot of different things for that. Like, I think masculinity is like very much so looked down upon now, whereas it wasn't before. And feminism is like turned masculine. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. I just always thought like feminism should be, you get to choose what you do. Yes. And it's, but that, that it's like turning into something that it's not. And, and it's taking the choice away. hundred like, percent. Want to stay home and that's your choice. There should be no judgment about that. But there is. If you want to go work. There should, should be no judgment. That. But there's judgment on that too. And it's like, why can't we just choose what we want to do? Because it's what works for us. We are the stewards of the family. We have to make it work. Why shouldn't it work for us too? 
Yes. And it's like the feminists are like, oh my God, gross. You're a stay-at-home mom. That's disgusting. Like go, go, like what? I'm so confused. But on the other end, if you work, they're like, oh, you're never with your kids. You're letting someone else raise your children. It's like, we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't. And then you're right. The expectation is that everyone's supposed to have this like very robust sex life while they're doing all everything else. Yes. And so, well, and, yeah. and it's, it's impossible. Like it actually is impossible. You guys, like it's, it's not feasible. So if you're feeling burnout and worn out because you're doing all the things and listening to this feministic message of like women empowered, women are empowered to work 24 seven, like, no, that's not empowering. Oh. <laughs> it's not, it's the worst. That's not empowerment. <laughs> not empowerment. So going back to what I was saying is like, I was very much so like, I don't need anything. Like, I'm fine. I don't really care. Like, you know, whatever. And I, and I was, I was disappointed a lot because I wasn't getting the things that I wanted. And I was selling myself short because I was trying to make, not make my expectations small, my wants small. I was really shrinking unintentionally shrinking what I wanted and how I wanted to be treated. Um, very, very small. And Stuart has done a really good job of doing things definitely without me asking, but I think I've modeled that because like everyone's birthday, it's a big deal. Like I decorate the night before. So like we put the kids to bed and it's their birthday. I decorate the tape and I buy decorations literally every single year. That's different every single year. And it's always like the cheesy ass, like themed decorations that I would never do a party in, but I'll do like transformers or whatever, whatever they're into. And I'll buy like the tablecloth and the banner and the balloons. And we have a mini party right when they wake up. Like they wake up and they know that there's going to be presents on the table. There's going to be all their decorations. And there's going to be either there's going to be like a donut cake. So I'll just stack up donuts with the candle and we all sing happy birthday and you open presents before you even go to school. It's just like that's just how we do it. So he has kind of seen me do that over the de- over decade that we've been together. And he started doing that for me. And so he does it. He does like th- every morning on my birthday, I wake up and it's like themed me, which usually means it's black, white, or gold. Okay. Black and white. <laughs> Yeah, always. And so, and he does it beautifully. Like he'll have a gorgeous tablecloth down and presents in like matching wrapping paper that him and the kids got. And they're like the most thoughtful presents of things that I've wanted all year. And it's so nice to feel just as like to feel the the effort that I put into everyone else to feel it being reciprocated in the same way. Like he is matching that energy and don't, sell yourself short on the things that you want because you're trying to be humble and like save money and like only have your kids get stuff and whatever. No, ask for the big ass shit because you should be just as excited on your birthday and you should be just as excited on Christmas morning as everyone else. And you should feel so freaking celebrated. Like it is the best feeling in the world. And I'll tell you, it's changed the dynamic of our relationship feeling like a little princess sometimes. Like it's, could you ever imagine me saying that? Like me- I'm thinking of you as a Christmas princess now, and it's right. very out of character for it's you. It's very out of character, but I but fucking love it so much. I love that your message is ask for what you think you deserve, model what you want. Yes. Like if you want to be celebrated on your birthday, show him how you celebrate for everyone else and say, this is what I want. I am giving what I want. I am giving my children how I want to be celebrated. We do that. Yeah. We give what we would like to receive. Yes. 
And Christmas is no exception. And I am just, I'm delighted about this side of you. I this know. like over the top, exciting, colorful Christmas personality. I mean, See, I won't say colorful. I'll say all our wrapping paper is neutral, but still. <laughs> listen, my favorite wrapping paper this year is all black and white. And it's um, the the words from Night Before Christmas. Cute. I love that. My favorite. I love it. And Olivia looked at it this morning and she goes, so it's just the same sentence over and over <laughs> and over. And I was like, why are you such a hater? This is such cute wrapping paper. It. But don't worry. I've got your cheesy, glittery, awesome, fun wrapping paper. Um, ready for her. And actually after we end this podcast, I'm scooting out to take her to get braces today. If you can. Oh my God. That's so crazy. It's so nuts. Um, Christmas candy for her, but no, I love hearing what people do for Christmas. It's so fast. So great. It's so great. And I think again, like going back to what we were saying is like, there are no rules when it comes to the way that you celebrate your family, other than just to do it authentically and to do it intentionally. Like my intention is for my kids to be so effing excited Christmas morning that they're like crapping themselves. Like they all month long are like counting down the days, like little Christmas psychos. Like that is my intention. My intention is for me and my husband to be wrapping presents and be so exhausted, laughing our asses off a little drunk off our champagne and being like, Oh my God, I love it. We just spent like $5,000. Not really. We don't ever spend that much, but, but as they get older, I just think we live in a very judgmental world right yeah. now. Yeah. Dispense with the judgment. Do what feels good yes. for you and your family, especially at Christmas time. Yes. And you know your kids too. Like there was a season where my kids were a-holes where we were doing minimal presents. We're not in that season anymore. Now they're older and like their gifts are stuff that they need anyway. <laughs> like their gifts are like jeans that I have to buy anyway and shoes that I have to buy anyway. So I would just encourage people, you know, if you find something that works for you, great, don't, but don't feel locked into it forever. Yeah. And, if you, and if you see that someone else is doing something different, you don't know. Maybe they never had big Christmases as a kid and they wanted to have them now that they're a parent. Don't judge. Just Or maybe it. they saw yeah. that. Yeah. Or maybe they saw that their kids were leaning towards that materialistic side, right? Like I can always have a pulse on my family where I see like there is no materialistic ounce in their like they don't care. Like this is purely like for me and Stuart. <laughs> this is our gift to ourselves. Like we get to spoil the crap out of our kids because we don't all year long. And we maintain that realistic um lifestyle all year long where, you know, we make sure needs are taken care of, but we're not, you know, over, like we're not buying a bunch of stuff and even for birthdays and stuff and like family gifts. Like my dad gets us every year. It's one of our favorite presents ever. He was like, what should I buy everyone? What should I buy everyone? I'm like, nothing. Like we don't. And when I'm buying over buying quote unquote for my family, it's not like toys and shit. Like it's like, a really nice pair of shoes and like they're getting like socks and underwear, but like you wrap it and they get excited. Right. But, or like that necklace they wanted or like that random thing that they wanted, or they wanted real AirPods. And so we finally bought them real AirPods because they've had fake ones for the past two years. Right. Like whatever. But, um, he, we didn't want him to have to mail stuff. And so we, he started getting us brunch at, um, oh my God, what's the hotel called? Um, Huh? Is it the Adolphus? No, no, no. It's in Grapevine. Um, oh, um, the Gaylord. The Gaylord. So he started getting yeah. us the character brunch at the Gaylord, and he does it the day after Christmas, so Boxing Day. 
And we go the day after Christmas to this big ass brunch and it's like unlimited food and it's like still the Christmas season and there's like characters walking around and we spend the whole day there and the kids go ice skating and we eat brunch and that is our present every year. And I'm like, I don't need anything physical. Like it's so great. And so I think there just is, you just have to know your family and know your kids and know and be okay with saying like, I'm buying these things or, you know, whatever, right? Like I know my kids, I know my family and throughout all these traditions that we've had, like we've been able to maintain like very humble, loving, giving, thoughtful children. Like Brooklyn is already picking up presents for her friends and like they think about things to buy the family all year long. Like they're like, oh my God, for I'm getting this for Mia for Christmas. Like I cannot wait. Like they're so excited. So, um, yeah, just like if you know your family, who gives a crap what you do? Like you're fill your bucket, fill your family's bucket in whatever way that is, whether it's minimal and more experiences and no presents or two presents or a trip or you know presents. I mean, there's no no you're not. You get to decide. You're the mm-hmm. CEO of your fam. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. So now I'm so excited. I want a Christmas shop. I actually haven't started. You are going to go off the deep end. I suspect. Well, you know what? And I can't believe I didn't mention this. The last thing before we end. Brooklyn, very type A, a few years ago started making us. And I've never laughed so hard in my entire life when she did this for the first time. Because it was very unprompted. We did not tell her. She made us a slideshow of her Christmas list. Okay. Aww. So she was like, I'm presenting my slideshow to you. And it was like... <laughs> Brooklyn's Christmas list. And then it was like, disclaimer, I will be grateful for any present you give me, but here's just a list of ideas. And we were dying. We're like, you are the best thing on the planet. And she does a whole spreadsheet and uh, not a spreadsheet. Sorry. She does a whole presentation, a slideshow presentation, designs it, like we'll put music to it. And she presents it to us of gifts that she wants. Right. And it's our favorite thing. La- two years ago, maybe last year, she started doing it for all the kids. So she takes one of the siblings at a time. And she does their Christmas list with them and they, and she links everything. She links it. Thoughtful of her. She links it. So every child gets to present their Christmas list to us. And we sit on the couch and they get up in front of us and they, we put it on the TV and they present their Christmas list and it is, and they all have their own disclaimers and it's the funniest thing on the planet. And it is our favorite thing. And so it makes Christmas shopping very easy because we're able to actually get what they're wanting. But um, but it's gonna, so great. I'm gonna have to ask Olivia. Um, gonna need a presentation. Yeah, it's it's I'm gonna need a pitch. As your kids get that. older, I'm telling you, it is the best thing ever. It's so great. I love it. I'm so that's what a perfect thing to end on. I love it. I know, right? All right. Well, this was fun. And um, I now I can't wait for Christmas. I'm like gonna go put Christmas music on and it's all gloomy outside and I told Brooklyn I wouldn't decorate until after Thanksgiving but that might be a lie that's a bold choice I know oh <laughs> <laughs> all right well until next episode y'all thanks for listening you can find Bye, where you follow us in the show notes and we will catch you later <laughs>